Dear Summer, I know you gon' miss me. For we've been together like Nike Airs and Crisp Tees. S dots with What's polo fleeces. Purple label What's the shit word, with bird? the logo bird secret. Gang? Give me a couple years, shit, I might just sneak in. A couple words and hey, like I've been sick. heard. And now we I'm coming back and and sick. Feel so good. So How the whole world right saying I, I feel like so good. Right well, I do this in After my this, summer, summer. Ahead, hit the gym. I ain't none I'm of these half-ass come like you know how I do Especially summer. I drop heat when you bring the sun up. The combo make niggas act up. I pick the gun up. Niggas back up. They know I'm not no front-up. I don't talk shit. I just flip it on ya. It's that season. What's y'all? <laughs> What's up? Hey. I just wanted to let the last little bit of the song ride out. Because I talked over most of it. Hey, so this is the basement. This is the basement podcast. We here, we live. Um, I say we, but it's not really a we today. Uh, Armani is out. In the distance, the man went and took a trip to L.A., living it up. The man called me yesterday, uh, this morning, and told me he saw Thug and 21 Savage. Man, I'd be happy as fuck if I saw Thug. I'd be like, man, you didn't get the nigga autograph. I mean, I thought, I feel like we passed the age of, like, autographs and shit, but... God damn, I'd have, I'd have been bugged over a picture with, uh, like, something with Thug. I'd shake the nigga hand. I just want, uh, look... If I seen Thug out in public, I'd just be like, Tucker. Like, I just had to shout it one time. But he in L.A. So today is just me. Me here rocking it for y'all. I said I was going to hold down the fort for the one time. I don't know if this is going to be for the one time. Y'all might say y'all fuck with me just by myself. I don't know. I might be a solo act on the verge. Who know? I'm just talking shit. <laughs> but I'm just here talking. Um, I got a list of shit that I guess has been going on over the week that I really said I'd talk about. So, um, yeah, I, I would say um, this is Patron Poppy here, Ch- just just chilling it, um, cooling. After going through the whole, uh, whole personal shit, all the shit that I've been going through, I mean, I've been sick. I done been sweating off pounds and shit. I've been dying, like straight dying. Like this has probably been one of the worst flus I done had. I was sick last episode. We was talking. We was talking about the coronavirus getting to being a real like factor now. And so I thought I had coronas. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought I was down for the count. I thought I was going out. But I'm still here after a lot of a lot of drugs and by a lot of drugs, I mean a lot of fucking drugs, like a lot of drugs. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm around. And so I'm doing this shit for y'all, man. Um, so I guess 
I'm gonna just go ahead and roll into the shit that I got to talk about. I'm not gonna take up too much time today because it's just me. It's not really much to really piggyback off of. It's just gonna be a quick one. I just want to do one in general. Uh, just cause I just kind of want to talk shit. Um, the Gail King situation was the first thing that came to mind over the week. That shit, um, if you all don't know, Gail King had an interview where basically she brought up the rape charge that Kobe Bryant was fighting while he was alive. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Gigi Bryant and all the people that were lost in the helicopter crash. I don't feel like every time we mention Kobe Bryant's name, we have to say all that. But I feel like I will say it for the one time. Um, So my opinion on it, I really felt like it was going to happen at some point. Now, did I think it was going to be somebody black to do it? No, I definitely didn't think it was going to be a black person. Not not even just a black person, a black woman. I didn't expect a black woman to be the one to bring up his rape allegations. I definitely expected a white woman to come up and be like, well, he was a rapist. Say some shit like that. I thought that was coming like off bat. I knew it was coming. As a matter of fact, maybe the day of or the day after Kobe Bryant passed away, I saw some comedian um, that Michael Rappaport had reposted and he was like, well, uh, rapist finally got his and was just talking shit in that in that sense. So I expected that shit to come. Now, does it make it right? No, of course not. But at the same time, I expected this shit to come. So it really didn't shock me when it came and it was just like. Okay, this how she feel. This how she. This what's going on, and yeah, but she she definitely got the bar she deserved. Like Boosie went off on it. Uh, Snoop went off on it. Snoop went off in a funny ass way though. Not gonna lie, Snoop was funny as hell with his, but uh, yeah, Fifty went. And commented on it. And all their comments were really basically the same thing. Why now? What's the point? What's the purpose now? Like, what is the absolute purpose now? It's no purpose. It's no point. It makes no sense. Everyone who sees it is just left with a question mark over their head. Like, why? What is the point? What was your purpose? What was your purpose, bro? And what was your purpose? It was no purpose. Man, that shit is really, really crazy, though. I feel like people really look to situations and just see, like, how can I use this for my overall well-being? And that's fucked up. I mean, that's just life. And that's essentially what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I got my own situation going on right now. But I really don't want to talk about my situation. I want to talk about somebody else's situation. I'd rather sit here and talk about Meek and Nikki over talking about my own situation that's going on. And that's fucked up. But at the same time, it's life. People monetize off different things. So we we got to, I mean, we condemn a lot of shit. But I mean, yeah, this is just another situation where 
I say we we condemn the situation. If every everyone who really knew and who really was a Kobe Bryant fan though, I feel like we all saw this shit coming. We all knew somebody was gonna do it. Now, who do we see doing it? I don't know. Like I said before, I saw a white woman doing it. Not by any means did I see a black woman doing it. Or like, I I knew a black man wasn't going to do it. But I still didn't see a black woman in the realm of reality of being a person to do it. But the shit happened. She brought it up. And now, yeah, I I hope she deal with a, a pretty severe amount of repercussions for it, to be honest. Because that was fucked up. And unnecessary. Unnecessary. Real unnecessary. Man. And so, yeah, that, that's that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> and doing this shit solo is going to be so smooth. Oh, my gosh. It's no, it, it, I'm just getting my thoughts off. I just got my thoughts off in like eight minutes, five minutes, really. Oh, my gosh. All right. Next topic. Let's roll. Um, I said Mika Nikki. Mika Nikki. The fuck is going on? I don't know. Not going to lie. Um, I'm not. First off, let me let me just start with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has been on the downward spiral to me for a long time. I would say Nicki Minaj is kind of hit a low. Meek Mill, on the other hand, I'm a big Meek Mill fan. So Meek, I feel as if he was on a downward spiral at one point in a certain field, but then was pulled up because of the fact that he entered a different category of rap. Nicki Minaj has tried to remain in the same category of rap and has failed at it. Drake has stayed in the same category of rap and has been successful in it. And she wants to be able to mimic what Drake does. But people don't really want to see her take that category. People really care for Cardi B to be the one to take that category. And by that category, I mean like the pop rap type shit. Like Nicki Minaj wants to still be able to make hit songs for the radio. But we really saying, Nicki, don't do that shit. It's not for you. Make a song about how much you want to be a fucking mom or some shit. Like, be be a more dominant role or or influential role. Like, Beyonce set into that role. People want you to be that kind of role. You're not given that. You want to just be a pop rapper. And that's cool, but understand nobody's really buying you to be a pop rapper. Nobody, nobody really cares to hear you as a pop rapper. Meek Mill was a pop rapper. Nah, Meek didn't really enter. Meek Mill was attempting to enter that pop rap field in his earlier career. Um, After Meek had went to jail, he came out and really settled into his role as a more adult rapper like and I think that comes with 
just his life, Meek Mill was always an adult rapper in like the sense of like his subject matter. But it's just like he wore the role differently. Nikki's not really trying to wear the role. And so she's kind of in this period to where she's spiraling downward and she don't want to grab on the thing to pull herself up. And so, yeah, Nicki Minaj's last album, his her Queen album was essentially about how everybody wants to fuck Nicki. Nobody really wants to fuck Nicki. I mean, I, I mean, I would say it's a lot of people that would fuck Nicki, but I wouldn't really say it's a, a desire. It's not what it was. It's not itty bitty piggy. Niggas know itty, itty bitty piggy. Nick, niggas, niggas wanted Nicki during that itty bitty piggy stage. Now nobody really cares. Nicki's kind of facing irrelevancy. That's really what it is. Nicki doesn't want to face irrelevancy. And I feel as if Nicki is clinging on to Meek Mill because of the fact that he's on the come up of relevancy. People have lost the Meek Mill taking L's idea. Like people are just like, Meek, it's Meek Mill. Like it's just Meek Mill. Meek Mill raps how Meek Mill raps. No one cares about a, Meek and Drake beef or Meek and Drake friendship even. Like, I don't give a fuck. Honestly, I just want to hear Meek Mill records. Meek Mill makes great ass records. Nicki does not make great music. So when you put the two to, to put the two against each other, it's just like they I mean they're different. So Meek and Nicki were at each other's throat on Twitter. Um, Nikki was calling Meek a domestic abuser. Um, Meek was calling Nikki or just saying she supported her brother. He knew he, she knew he touched them kids or the little girl. Um, and then Meek ended the conversation like, I'm sitting here with my pregnant girlfriend. Tweet my ex. What the fuck am I doing? That was the perfect response to me. Because that sounded like some shit I would have said. I'd have been like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm sitting right here next to my girlfriend. My bitch look better than you do. You evil hoe. <laughs> I would have left it alone. I'd have been like, look, what is going on? Why am I arguing? Uh, that that's my thing. I would have just been like, why the fuck am I arguing? There is no need to entertain this shit. I would have lost all interest. But see, that's me as a person. My personality is just, I look at a subject and I'm like, why the fuck am I putting all this into it? Let me get the fuck out of this shit. Let me leave this shit alone. Like, this shit is not cool. This shit is not for me. This shit is lame. I would have just seen the whole situation is lame. And so I'm happy Meek Mill had the knowledge to be able to look at the situation and be like, this shit is lame. What the fuck is going on, man? That that made me happy. It really made me happy. Because that shit was not 
It's, it was not needed to be entertained. That's all Nicki Minaj wants to be is entertained. Uh, that's what I thought when her and Cardi B got into it, when her and Cardi B were getting into it. Like, I just felt like she just wanted to be entertained. Like, nobody cares to entertain Nicki Minaj, bro. Sorry. Nobody really cares. Um, it's not really my interest, at least. I'm not going to listen to Nicki Minaj's new album. I'm surprised I even listened to Queen when that shit came out, to be honest. Queen was bogus. Queen was straight butt. Like, oh my gosh. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and transition to- topics because if I'm speaking about bogus music, let's talk about it. Lil Wayne album. Funeral. You need to kill that shit, bro. That shit was ass. That was straight butt. I didn't like anything. And I'm okay. Mahogany was okay. It was okay. But everything else was butt. Bad. And I'm not a Wayne fan. And and this is the thing. People always say they're big ass Wayne fans. And I really don't see the hype around Wayne like that. Maybe, and and that's why I always say maybe it was in mixtape Wayne. Cause I got like Carter three, Carter two songs and shit like that I fuck with. But it's not like a I love Wayne. Like Wayne is cool. I fuck with Wayne. Wayne can rap. But this shit didn't help. No argument in saying that Lil Wayne is the best rapper of all time. Not by any means. You play a Wayne. Honestly, no Wayne album has ever compared to a Jay-Z album to me. No Wayne album has ever compared to a Kanye album to me. Like, no Wayne album has compared to an Outkast album to me. Like, there's no place. I'm not going to say there's no place for Wayne, but Wayne is not up there for me. And I I will continue to to say for me. Because it's for me. Y'all could listen to this shit and say this shit is fire. This shit is great. This is the best thing to hit the hit the fucking Apple Music since Apple Music. I don't fucking know. But that shit to me was butt. That was ass. I'm not gonna lie to you. Lil Wayne, I'm I'm happy that you've seen your success in your life. You know, I don't take away from a man in any form of way, you know. But that shit was butt. And I feel like Lil Wayne knew that shit was butt. I feel like Lil Wayne didn't ever, I'll be honest. I feel like when it comes time for people like to say like, oh, this rapper never wrote anything down. I feel like Lil Wayne used to write at a certain point. I feel like Jay-Z never wrote. So I feel like Jay-Z's content has always been able to just stay the same and be like, great. Like, Jay-Z's always been great. Lil Wayne was great at a certain point. Now he's falling off. Now we can say it's either one or two things. We could say is the drugs and the man going crazy and the man mind is just not not where it was. So so he can't rap the fame. Or we just going to be simple and say at a certain point, Lil Wayne was actually writing. 
Lil Wayne was actually writing verses or getting verses written too. Because I believe most people have gotten some form of assistance with the pen. But what I mean is I feel like Lil Wayne at a certain point used a pen. I don't feel like he was always the the one take man to just open up and just oh, like grab the mic and just spit a freestyle all the time. I didn't feel like that ever. I feel like Wayne took time with some of his verses because, bro, it is just a, a listening difference between now and then. Now it's like his music is ass. So to say that the same mind that freestyle his verse on Mr. Carter is the same mind that freestyle fucking dream on this shit. I can't believe it, bro. Unless we saying he's really deteriorating mentally. That's the only way I can agree to it. Is if we're just saying that the drugs have fucked him up that much. And I really don't want to say that because, I mean, I don't, I'm not a Wayne fan in that regard. But I would say that shit. I wouldn't hope that he's just losing his mind. But this shit now is bad. I had to low-key say the same thing with Kanye. Like, yay for a Kanye album was but Like, I honestly, if I really sit back and I'm honest with myself, I hate yay. Like, that's just but My Kanye albums are listed 808s and Heartbreak. I'm not going to lie to you. That is the best album to me. That is the album that really got me into Kanye. Uh, 808s and Heartbreaks. Number two, College Dropout. Three, My Beautiful Dark, Twist, uh, my beautiful dark Twisted Fantasy. No, 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 no. Three would be Graduation. Four is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Five is Late... Um, yeah, five is late registration. Six is Yeezus. Seven is Life of Pablo. Eight would have to be his last. Eight and eight and nine would have to be his last two. Cause I didn't. I'll be honest. I really didn't care to hear Jesus is King. Not because of the fact that I'm uh, like against him making a gospel album. It's just simply the fact that I just. At a certain point, I got really tired of Kanye pushing dates back to where I was like, I'm not even going to look for this shit no more. I was just like, I'm not going to look for his music no more. I'm just be cool on it. I heard he was supposed to be doing a good ass job with Chance. He never did that shit. He was supposed to be doing that Turbo Draft 6 shit, whatever. Uh, he never did that. And I was just like, bro, I'm just not going to look for it no more. And so when it came out, I was super underwhelmed. And I was like, you know, I'm not listening to this shit. And I saw he had an interview with, I think it was Zane Lowe. Um, and I said that if I watched that interview, I probably would want to listen to the album. But I never watched the interview. I used to watch a bunch of Kanye interviews. I used to be a big-ass Kanye fan. I'm still a big-ass Kanye fan. All in all, Kanye is my favorite rapper. I listen to some Kanye right now, and I go crazy. But all in all, yeah, 
that Kanye is falling off to me. The only rapper right now that I really can say hasn't fallen off and lost any value in their position is Jay-Z. Honestly, I've been listening to a lot of Black Thought lately, too. I'm going to go ahead and drop a Black Thought song in this podcast just because. Fuck it, it's just me today. I'm going to drop two songs. I saw Brent Fayez dropped his album today, too, so I heard some of it. Started my day off with it. You know, I'm going to go ahead and cap my day off with it. I might drop a Fayez song in this. I don't know. I got a lot of music. You never know. But I'm still fucking talking like, yeah, like Jay-Z has not lost value to me. That Dear Summer shit, fucking that shit goes hard. I felt that shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like that song, when I heard that song, I felt like it was speaking to the moment I was in my life. And I heard that song maybe about two, three weeks ago. I felt like. You got to let me go, baby. <laughs> you got to let me go. Man, that shit. Jay-Z is just somebody you just, like, listen to, and it's just like, man. You just got to listen, man. Just got to fucking listen. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people get caught up in flows. A lot of, like, if you listen just for flows, Wayne is cold as hell. If you just listening for flows, Wayne is cold as hell. But if you listening for lyrical content, man, what are you doing? Why are you sleeping on Jay-Z? Like, I lost my love for Kanye because of the fact that I can't really listen for lyrical content right now. Because his lyrical content on Ye was about nothing about nothing but sex. And I just really didn't give a fuck about that shit. Like, bro. You have a wife. Like, you're not even doing all this. Like, you're not even fucking hoes like that. Maybe you are. Who knows? But from the portrayal that you give off to the world, not really. It doesn't seem like you out here fucking these hoes. It seems like you cooling, man. And that's cool to be cooling. Jay-Z is cooling. Jay-Z don't say shit about fucking hoes. Man. I feel like longevity and rap is, is a is a real fucking struggle. I was thinking the other day that Kendrick Lamar uh, was done with rap. Then I saw the fact that he's going to have a documentary in fucking October. And I was like, okay, by then he should drop an album. So I don't think Kendrick's done. <laughs> I don't want Kendrick to be done either. I, I really didn't even fuck with Kendrick like that until I heard Damn. Damn was some was, was a cold ass album. I might listen to Damn later on today because of the fact that it's on my mind. But Damn was a cold ass album. For real. I just rambled on a on a what did I start talking about? I think I started talking about Wayne's album. Yeah. Alright, so my end statement on Wayne's album, that shit ass, man. Um, if you haven't listened to Wayne's album at this point, let me say you will listen. <laughs> Please don't listen. I mean, I'm not gonna say don't listen to that shit. You're gonna listen to what you want to listen to, but all in all, to me, Wayne's album is butt straight bootay. Three thumbs, three thumbs down. Like that shit's butt. I'm sorry. I really am. <sighs> what else? 
I wanted to talk about how disappointed I am with the Lakers also. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the Clippers made their moves. They got Marcus Morris. They fuck around and ended up getting Isaiah Thomas, and they don't even want the nigga. I don't know how that even happened. They don't even want the man. And the Lakers, I mean, see, this is the thing. I understand, like, I want to keep Kuzma. But at the same time, keeping Kuzma means, like, we are short on shooting. Like, we're not, we don't have a way of fucking shooting. Like, we don't have a, a, we're not, we're not able to really capitalize on the three. And so when it comes down to it, like I saw the Houston Rockets uh, game and they got rid of their fucking big man. That shit was crazy because they were just shooting them. They were, I was shooting them. Now, let's not lie here. (coughs) They still held their own. But they were definitely getting like, when it came down to the fucking three, Bruh, Lakers can't hit shit. And that's just just regardless. Like, Danny Green is cool and all, but we need more. Like, we need more shooters. And then I don't think many people really keep thinking about the fact that Anthony Davis is going to be a free agent after this season. Like, we don't know if he's going to stay. He could be like, nah, bro. Y'all said we was going to get a ring. We ain't get a ring. So I'm finna leave. Man. I don't want Anthony Davis to leave. I really don't want Anthony Davis to leave. But I need us to get more shooters. So if Anthony Davis could stay one more year, bro, just give us one more year, bro. Please, just one more year. Like, because if Anthony Davis, we we back in square run. Will LeBron go retire soon? Like, man. Please don't leave us. Please don't leave us. Like, we need you, bro. Anthony Davis, stay. Like, man. You see, this is the other thing. If I took a trip to L.A., I would be going to go to a Lakers game. I'm a big-ass L.A. fan. A big-ass Lakers fan, not L.A. fan. Um... Yeah, I would have been trying to go to a Lakers game. But I know niggas don't don't want to go to no Lakers game. I'd have been the only one that wanted to go. Man, I will go to we are I am trying to plan a Houston trip. I want to travel a little bit. Go ahead and see the world. I heard the LA hoes are going. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh my gosh, man. I need to go ahead and diversify. Ugh. I don't talk for fucking 30 minutes, man. Half an hour. I think I'm almost out of subjects to talk about. I think I probably got maybe one more thing I could pull out my ass. Um, I don't think so. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z sitting down. No, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I didn't care when I saw it. So I saw Tommy Lawrence post about it. Uh, Jay-Z, former crack dealer, uh, sits during the national anthem, 
sending mixed signals and all that shit, whatever. Jay-Z responded basically like, look, I wasn't even paying attention. And I believe that shit because I wouldn't be paying attention. Like, I don't think that's something that you should have to pay attention to or pay attention for. Like, oh, we have to look out for the fact that they about to start singing the national anthem. No, bro, we in a fucking conversation, bro. We're in a conversation. Let us be. Man. This episode three, man. And it's just me. And I'm about to fucking end this shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I said I would make this shit about 40 minutes in my head. I'm at 32 minutes. And plus, I'm going to add songs and a fucking outro to this shit. So it's going to hit about 40 minutes. So after this shit, I'm going to go hit the gym. I'm going to feel accomplished. I hope you feel accomplished when you listen to this shit. I hope you ain't get tired of hearing my voice. A lot of people say they like my voice. I really don't get it. But what am I about to play? I said I was going to play some Black Thought. So I'm going to go ahead and drop this fucking great ass shit I was listening to. It's Crowns for the Kings, Benny the Butcher, and Black Thought. I'm going to go ahead and play that. Out of the intuition, facing the darkest outcome. 
Britain to outrun a reaper Trying not to be the food in the mouth for the beast For whom the bell tolls Crown kings in Adidas suits and shell toes We had to throw a lot of body blows and elbows Wishing we could get from Snyder ass to Melrose Without the dapper damn body bags and jail clothes That warn niggas not to lollygag when hell rose We railroaded through the thick of things for gold chains And chicken chains knowing throwing flames is growing pains When in the game and the blow, ashes in the snow It's no remains, push the wheel as fast as it could go We overcame the obstacles, but when you official the block miss you Even if the old crew choose not to rock with you We was blue black, stuck in the glue trap I had to pull my own self up by the bootstrap Where everybody play their own part like a tooth gap And old heads teach the young hitters to shoot back I've been living proof that the pressure make precious stones And real clamorous savants remain lesser known But anybody who question you send a message to them I see my seat at the table to be a blessed throne Triumph and tragedy, his majesty muscle Never atrophy, the devil is a casualty sucker You never capture me even though you've been after me, motherfucker You gotta bring an army to harm me I occupy the capacity of Decapitator of a hater in this modern day My dossier no less than L'Esprit Cavassier I'm Jean-Paul Gaudier, time for And Cartier self-made A fly ventage from the Somalia of reserve Flowing from the blackest fountain It's all love from public housing To the Atlas Mountains I've established the average to always bat a thousand So after butchering this track It's back to counting The money generated from me Even microphones broke Probably almost on par with all the Escobar When I'm finished, I'ma keep a tennis shoe on your throat Just in case you mention in an interview you want smoke, nigga I don't know how niggas be caught up in, like, just, like, melodies and shit Like, I mean, I understand it, but that shit right there is hard, man Oh, if you don't fuck with it, I really don't think you fuck with rap You just fuck with listening to niggas do whatever on songs But that was, uh, Crowns for Kings that shit was it was by Benny the Butcher and I'm not in Black Thought. I don't really like restating the songs because I feel like that's radio as fuck and I'm not a fucking radio station. Um, but yeah, y'all, uh, like this is this is my sign off. This is my goodbye. I'm about to leave from the basement. No matter where I go, I'm in the basement recording this shit. Uh, whether we recording it with, our, I'm recording it with Armani in the basement over there. I'm recording it in the basement in the suburbs. I'm recording it in the basement regardless. Uh, so the name still holds. But yeah, man. I, I've been talking for about 30 minutes. I'm about to go to the gym. I'm about to go get my haircut. I'm about to go be productive with other shit. Uh, so this podcast will be out on Apple Podcasts. I figured out how to get that shit up there. So we're going to be live on Apple Podcasts. And y'all going y'all gonna to hear from us real soon when Terry touched back down. I just said the nigga's name again. This is my second take. I'm not going to lie to you. And I said his name the first time, but I'm not cutting it out. I'm not going to lie, Armani. You're going to have to deal with it. I'm not going to say it again, but hey, shrug emoji, my nigga. Shrug emoji. Uh, I wanted to play some R&B, but after that song, I couldn't. So I'm about to play Palm Olive by Freddie Gibbs with Pusha T and Killer Mike. This shit go crazy. Uh, that was a radio ass intro, but this is gonna be a non radio ass outro. Y'all fucking live y'all lives. Uh, I'll get up with y'all. 
uh, when I got some shit to talk, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to talk my shit. And I hope y'all got some shit to get off y'all chest at that point, too. his best friend in the hall with his wife. They had all day to go to bed. <laughs> Pulled out a 45 and shot both of them. Next morning, his friend went down to the jail. He said, Fred, don't take it so hard. He said, it could have been worse. He said, what you mean it could have been worse? He said, man, two people dead. 
I might get the electric chair. You tell me it could have been worse? I say, yeah, baby, it could have been worse. See what you mean? I say, hell, if you'd have came Thursday instead of Friday, you'd have gotten me too. <laughs>